Hi, I'm Antonio Centeno, and you're listening to the Personal Image System Podcast. Welcome to the Personal Image System Podcast. I'm Antonio Centeno, your host and the founder of Real Men Real Style. In this show, my goal is to help you learn to leverage the science of style to create your command presence. This is a personal image that sends the signal of confidence and trust and will help increase your earning power and attraction levels. All show notes can be found at realmenrealstyle.com along with hundreds of videos, articles, and infographics. $100,000. I don't know. Does that sound like a lot of money to you? Some people, you know, that that's definitely, that's a life-changing amount. Other people that run large businesses, they're like, okay, you may have made $100,000, but how much of that did you keep? And that's a great question and is something I'm going to dive into a little bit more in the details here. But I want to talk about how I made my first $100,000 of profit on YouTube. And I will say that it wasn't the traditional route, that I did approach this with a business mentality. The reason I got into YouTube is I could not afford to hire a PR firm to bring traffic to my little website so that I could run my custom clothier in Wisconsin. I wasn't going to get local customers. I had the idea of, okay, let's run an online custom clothiers. And the first thing I did when I was running this clothier is I created a lot of articles, a lot of content. I got picked up uh, by the Art of Manliness. They had me come in and guest post. And I was writing some great content for years. And then I saw this other guy's name was Aaron Marino. who's put out some videos on YouTube. And I'm like, you know, I could do this. He's getting some pretty good views. And if I put out this content, I know a lot more about custom clothing and custom suits than this guy does. And he's all about casual style. And, you know, I don't, you know, we're just very different people. I honestly didn't like him that much. Funny thing is now he's a business partner, but at the time he was more of, I would say an inspiration. Somebody I saw that was showing that there is a market there. And I not the smartest, you know, guy out there, but I did realize if I can get this audience, I can direct them over to my custom clothier. And I did read somewhere that video and using video to sell product is incredibly powerful. And knowing that my background, I never minded getting up in front of a crowd, giving a presentation. I'm like, okay, let's do it. I thought about it probably too long. I wish I would have gotten started sooner, but I finally got a camera and just started throwing up the videos. And the great, one of the better things I did is I leveraged existing audiences. So we already had traffic to a website called a tailored suit. I also had traffic over at the art of manliness, but then I started real men, real style. And my goal was, okay, I'm going to stand out because there's already a lot of style blogs out there. I'm going to stand out with video but this needs to pay for itself. So I need to get a return on investment for everything I'm putting in here. So that was a key, I would say, measurement that I had is I knew I needed to make money with what I was going to be doing here on YouTube. So that is a big mistake. I see a lot of people who just think that somehow if they get a big audience, if they just attract a lot of people, that they're going to be able to monetize that. And that's a common you're going to hear that out in Silicon Valley. Just get this, get the audience and you will figure out how to monetize later. Well, the thing with that is you need a lot of runway. You oftentimes need a lot of funding and 
you may actually attract an audience which you can't really monetize. And I see that with a lot of other YouTubers is that they've got people, they've attracted them, but maybe they've attracted the wrong kind of people, people that aren't ever going to buy anything or have no spending power. I have people that I know get two to three times the traffic numbers I do, yet my AdSense revenue is higher simply because I attract people that actually buy clothing because I am talking about something that men already spend money on. Now, taking a step back, if I would have really known what I was doing, maybe I would have gone and talked about, you know, mommy products because I find that, uh, you know, those mommy bloggers are some of the most profitable ones out there because think about it. They control many women and families. I know control the purse strings and they're buying anything from the food to the diapers and uh, they spend on average more than men. But I do like my area because I felt there was also less competition. And the point I'm getting at here is that I went into this with a business mindset. Knowing that, I was able to immediately start to focus in on how am I going to make the money? How am I? And I'll talk. So let me give you a breakout of how I made my first $100,000. And it's important to note, this isn't how I made my next $100,000 because I've made more than a few hundred thousand dollars on or through YouTube. And the first 100000 I made, in which was a number of years ago, 30% of it, about $30,000 of that first 100000 was made through physical product sales. And that was actually my, uh, my profit. We had about $100,000 total in sales, but I'm going to talk about my profit, which we were able to, you know, I, I basically broke out to about $30,000 on that $100,000 in physical product sales. Because I owned a custom clothier, my goal with my first group of videos was to actually send traffic to my custom clothier and be able to sell clothing packages and things like that. But on the side, I started selling eBooks. I started selling e-courses. I started doing live training courses. I figured because I was getting all these questions that I could actually do this and something funny happened. I had an additional $30,000 in sales there. But because this was consulting and all it was, it was taking up pretty much my time. Yeah, I created, you know, I packaged up a few e-products and stuff, but the cost of goods is relatively low. Let's just say I had about $30,000 in profit on just over $30,000 in sales. So immediately in this first 100,000, what I realized is I don't have to sell nearly as much ebooks and e-courses as I do physical products, which I have to say were much more a pain in the butt. And I make the same amount of money. And that's a key thing I want to hit on here is that as you're starting to make your first hundred thousand in business, you start to realize that not every dollar is earned the same. It basically you put in this, you don't always have to put in the same amount of sweat, the same amount of time, the same amount of effort to earn the dollar. And I think a smart business person, they do measure risk. They do look at where everything can come from and they try to stay diversified, but they also realize, Hey, if this machine, when I put in $5 is giving me back 10 and this other one I put in $1 and it's giving me back 10. I'm going to I'm going to try to put in and spend most of my time on this one giving me a 10 to 1 return versus this one giving me a 1 to 2 return. Does that make sense? So in that first $100,000, I realized very quickly that ebooks and e-courses were going to become a big part of my business. Now, an additional 20,000 or 20%. So we've talked about 30% came from physical products. 30% came from eBooks and e-courses. Another 20% came from sponsors. And these are sponsors of my videos, of my articles, of my emails. 
My website was also tied to my YouTube channel. Again, this is me coming at this from a business mentality. I was very skeptical of doing everything on YouTube. When it comes down to it, YouTube owns that platform. I don't own my YouTube channel. Despite putting out now over almost 700 videos on that channel, YouTube can take that away from me tomorrow. Knowing this, I always thought, okay, I need to be building up an email list. I need to be getting people over to my blog. I need to be getting them onto all my social media platforms. What this did is it enabled me to have various places where I could sell advertising space. I've used banners. I've sent out emails that are sponsored. I've now, and recently, I create a lot of videos that are sponsored. We have articles that are sponsored, but we were able to get about $20,000 in sponsorships from, so 20% of that first $100,000 direct sponsorships. And this is important. Notice how I haven't even talked about AdSense lately or at all to begin with. So we're already at $80,000 of that $100,000 physical products, ebook and e-course sales, sponsors, me working directly with people that want to come in. And initially we're talking $500, $1,000. I remember I got my first $3,000 sponsor. We did a lot of work and I was just so excited about being able to bring in this person. It's funny is that's now one of my smaller sponsorships. If we get a $3,000 sponsorship, that's actually on the low end. But our audience has grown and also my ability to negotiate and knowing what I can deliver. But that first $100,000, I then realized, wow, we also have this area of sponsorship. So next up, affiliate marketing. And this is very closely tied to sponsorships because you're going to find some people, many companies, they want to push away the risk. And so they're going to say, hey, I will pay you a 10% commission. Amazon pays you about a 6 to 7 to 8% depending on how much traffic you send them. Uh, I have other people that sell e-products such as Remit Safety. I will teach you to be rich, uh, although I wasn't working with him at the time. But we also had other people that sold physical products and they would give us 10% of sales, 5% of sales. 20% of sales. I do find that it, you got to, you know, affiliate marketing is something nowadays I stay away from. It's still a nice part of my revenue, but this, at this point in that first hundred thousand dollars, it was 8% of my revenue. Nowadays, it's probably half of that. And the reason being is again, it puts all of the risk on you, the creator. But the great part about this, when you take that risk, if you hit a home run, if you deliver that company $100,000 in sales or you're able to create a machine which constantly delivers traffic to them and you're getting 20% of that, think about that. You would get a $20,000 paycheck from something that, you know, maybe on the front end, they would have only been willing to pay maybe one or $2,000. But most of the time in affiliate sales, I find it depends on their ability to convert and all those other things. But that was you know, at 8% or $8,000 of that first $100,000, we're talking affiliates. Then the next $7,000 is coaching. Nowadays, coaching is relatively small. I really value my individual time. And definitely in 2016, I've pulled back on coaching. It's not something that I, is scalable. I enjoy working with other people, but I would find that a lot of business owners, a lot of people that wanted to do something similar to what I'm doing, maybe in another industry or even in my industry would pay me for my time to be able to come in and help identify where they can improve in their business, where they can improve their landing page. 
because I owned a custom clothier, it was something that, hey, like I have a clothier in another con- you know, country. Can you look at what we're doing here and we will pay you for your time? So about $7,000 or 7% of my first $100,000 was in coaching. Then 5% or $5,000, that first 100000 is going to be in AdSense revenue. So this was about the period of just, just under a year. So as you can see, we're talking about $500 a month that we were making in AdSense revenue. And most of this was probably picked up at the tail end when we started getting some nice spikes in traffic. And this also includes, I used to have AdSense over on my other website. So I'm going to kind of bring it all together uh, because I look at them all like my YouTube was promoting my website and everything. Nowadays, you know, we, we make, we make more than that in a single month. So AdSense is still a, you know, but I would say it's still not more than 5% of our, our total revenue, if that, and it is something that I think is dangerous for a lot of people just getting started off on YouTube, that they think that they're going to be able to make a living off of the AdSense. The top YouTubers can. Now, when you're getting a hundred thousand visitors to your YouTube channel a day, I think that you can make it with an AdSense revenue. But below that, you definitely have to, and if you're outside the United States, even forget about it unless you've got a broker. It's one of those things that too many people think that this is the route to actually making it on YouTube. And I think that there are so many. I left this with, this was the, the smallest way that, that we actually earned in our first 100,000. And I'm very happy. I wasn't dependent on this because if I thought that I was going to be able to put in, and we did 200 videos in 200 days really to get our channel started, there is no way I would have been able to do 200 videos over 200 days for $5,000. I had to be able to monetize. I had to be able to get some runway. And as it turns out, you know, for the amount of work we put into this, you know, I probably could have got a better paying job uh, out of right out of business school. But nowadays I'd have to say I you know, it wasn't, and this is the the big picture is I knew I was creating something that eventually, and now, now we've kind of reached that point where I can choose my hours. I still work a lot of hours because I love what I do, but I'm able to pay myself what I want. Now, not, I'm not talking crazy numbers here, but it is something that I feel really healthy about what I'm able to pay myself every single month. And I've created a sustainable business. Now, there are a couple revenue sources that pass that hundred thousand I didn't think of in that first 100,000 and are now part of our actually uh, revenue sources. And I do want to mention them because they're perfect. If you're just starting off, you should consider these membership websites. Consider bringing people into a community and charging for it. And it's something I think even a private Facebook group, you can leverage their platform, maybe charge, maybe it may be $5 a month. Maybe it's $100 a month. I have a friend, he charges $100 a month for a hundred men to be in a Facebook group. Think about that. That's $10,000 that he gets every single month. And the guys love it. He loves it. And that's just part of his revenue stream. So membership websites, definitely something you, and the great part about membership web websites is every month, you know, it's going to be a recurring revenue source. Live events. So this is actually my first business with Aaron Marino. We've got a couple now together, but we met up at VidCon and we really, 
actually didn't like the conference that much. But what we did like is actually getting together with other people who had a lot of energy. And we said, hey, why don't we do our own thing? So we created StyleCon. And this has been a live event that I've done now every year for the last few years. And it came out of YouTube. And it's now something that we're cash flow positive on. I'm really proud about that. And it's something that we've turned into a legitimate business. Finally, I want to talk about media companies. So a lot of people, they talk about multi, uh, just some of the networks that are out there. I wasn't happy with any of the networks I looked at. And a friend of mine, he joined one. He wasn't happy. He got out within six months. He just found that he was giving them a percentage of his revenue and they weren't really doing anything for him in return. What we did is, again, Aaron Marino uh, was is my partner on this. We came, me and him came together and we said, hey, we're going to start our own company. We started menfluential.com. You can go check it out. But what's cool about this is we consolidated all of our leads every single day. I've got about 10 people that want to do business with me. Nine of them are not truly serious or don't have a marketing budget. But the one that does, and Aaron has about the same number, we actually bring this together and we've got other people in the network now. We've got another 20 guys who maybe don't have as big of audiences, but cumulatively, we have a sizable audience and we're able to have it go through one person who negotiates for us and then can determine who's going to be the best fit for whatever marketing arm, you know, or whatever, wherever we think the company is going to work out really well. At the end of the day, it works out really, really well. Okay, guys. So if you want more, definitely go check out the show notes. They're over at realmenrealstyle.com forward slash episode 41. But some of you guys are saying, okay, Antonio, I want more. I highly recommend you go check out Ramit Sethi. Over in the show notes, I'm going to have links over to some of his programs, but Ramit Sethi is what I consider to be some of the best entrepreneurial programs out there. And if you grab any of his programs, let me know. I will give you, if you use my link because I'm an affiliate, I will definitely get you a, what am I going to give you? I'll give you any of my courses for free. That's something actually not everyone knows this and it's something I wish more people did because then they would buy through the affiliate link. But I, it is something I'm happy to give you my $500 personal image blueprint. You can get my old uh, style system, which is a course that I no longer sell, but you can still get into and is available to guys that go over and grab Ramit's program. You can grab my A Man's Guide to Style, whatever it is. And I'm really proud to be able to do this because Ramit focuses in on the business. He's got it great from, um, you know, he's got great live training. They've got great uh, groups. He's got a great Facebook group. And I've just had so many people go through that and tell me it's awesome. But let's say, okay, Antonio, I'm not up for one of Ramit's programs. I want some, I just want some books. Okay. Go check out competitive strategy by Michael Porter, how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie influence by Robert Cialdini. Uh, anything from Dan S. Kennedy. That guy is amazing. The personal MBA lean startup by Eric Reese traction, uh, Gino Wickman, the goal by Goldratt. That one is very, uh, an amazing book. Uh, start with why Simon Sinek, how to get rich Philly Felix Dennis, Blue Ocean Strategy. Uh, forgot they were inset professors. I forgot who wrote that one. But guys, the point is, is take action. Go out there. I'd say the best thing I did and the one thing I regret is not starting sooner. Because the best thing I did is I just got started. I started putting it out there. All of a sudden, I found... 
I was able to establish myself. I found a voice and I was able to create a business, which again, you know, makes a lot more than $100,000. And I'm proud of that because I'm able to have a team of over a dozen people. We're able to change men's lives. And it all started with taking action. If you want more, go over to the show notes at realmenrealstyle.com forward slash episode 41. Thank you for listening to the Personal Image System Podcast. If you would like more information on men's style, business communication, and grooming, go check out realmenrealstyle.com. There, you're going to find my free eBooks and our premium courses to help you take action on the information that will improve your life. I'm Antonio Centeno, and until next time, stay stylish.